welcome to another episode of the Lord of the Rings Sentence, your one-stop podcast for the most detailed and meticulous breakdown of J.R.R. Tolkien's most famous work, the Lord of the Rings. I'm joined this week with the same two people that joined me last week, Will Reynolds. Say, say hi, Will. Hey, everybody. And Mark Watlington. Hi. I, I told you I'd be here, and I am. Yes, yes. Mark did give a little tease. I'm spoiler. sorry. I'm just excited about the sentence. Um, well, great. I've not read the sentence yet because I want my reactions to be raw on the air. Um, did you, do you guys read ahead of time? Y'all prepared for this episode? I, I couldn't read, you know, I could not read it. I was yeah. too, I was too interested in knowing what I was getting myself into this week. And um, yeah. I have to say, yeah, it's a really good one. I agree. I was pretty excited. Um, so I'm excited to see how you react. Especially, I, mean, I, just I, had, I just had so many questions from last week. Like, who is uh, Ham Gamgee speaking to or declaring to? Um, where Where are we? I feel it feels like it's the first part of the book that's in a specific place. And, Absolutely, uh, I want to know where mm-hmm. we are. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And but, I'm excited uh, to find that out in this sentence for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, to just sort of break the ice for people maybe listening for the first time. Um, I think I've done this exercise with you before, Mark, uh, but Will, who's your, who's your guy? Lord of the Rings. Who's your dude? Who's your favorite? Who's my dude? I mean, yeah. I hate to say it because I feel like it's every, a lot of guys favorite, but I mean, you knew me. Very few people now in my life remember me with long hair. You remember me with long hair, I remember hair, you with right? long hair, yeah. It was yeah, like yeah, freshman yeah. and maybe I had long- sophomore year. You cut it by the time we were like an upper upperclassman at Auburn. I had long hair for five years. And I, I went to private school until mm-hmm. I was a junior in high school. And I, when I got out, I was like, I'm going to grow it out. But 10% of the reason I grew my hair out was because of Legos. Legos 10%. Yeah. Yeah. Listeners should know there was a time in college that Will, uh, Will gave me a sword once. It's a it's a master sword from Zelda. It's like a real sword. That's awesome. And I, I have uh, Legolas's fighting knives too, somewhere. Oh, you want to grab those real no. quick? We I can think wait. they're actually no. It's it's in a really hard place to get okay. to in my apartment. Yeah, it would take ten minutes. <laughs> we once sword fought on like a Friday night in a parking garage mm-hmm. with uh with like that real sword or like a foam sword. This was with like foam, I guess training oh, okay. swords. No, I I had a lot of foam swords and nerf guns in college, and I yeah. yeah, like we just went crazy with a lot of those. Actually, almost shot a guy with a bow like senior year. <laughs> um, Back up, like yeah, a nerf was, for like a real. You know, it was a real long bow. I mean, <laughs> I'm not kidding when I say I was a fan of Legolas. But I had a real long bow. And we had this huge party, and we had no idea this guy was in the bathroom, and we were shooting. Remember my house in college, the the one with the pool table. Uh, uh yeah 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 so we were shooting from the living room like, all the way down, down that hallway and someone walked out of the bathroom shooting a door because everyone was very drunk and someone walked out of the bathroom halfway down <laughs> a second after this arrow and i'm not this isn't like a ch- children's bow this is like a hunting long bow like a 50 pound bull just like went straight through a door if you Do I know the person before, that almost got, got hit no nah, his name was well his name is ben he was in finance with me um okay. but he yeah he would have he would have at that altitude it would have gone straight through his lungs like maybe heart I don't know it would have yeah. been like the wildest like news <laughs> he story would have accidentally killed, where, killed your friend where, 
with a longbow. <laughs> like, it would be crazy. Very different uh, world for you. You were like inches away from like a very different like your 2021 would be looking different right now. Had had a couple inches. Uh, yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah, and alcohol would have been involved, and it would have just you know. Whenever I wonder like, is there a God or not? I'm like, maybe maybe those are the moments where he's like, whoa, 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 uh, like <laughs> like Magneto oh, with JFK. Not, you curve not your time. Like no prison needs you to do some more <laughs> no stuff. <prison. laughs> like, I guess the charges would have been manslaughter. So what what would you be looking at? Like uh, five to twenty years, I bet. Twenty years. Like that. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. You probably would have pled. I imagine. Uh, oh, I mm-hmm. gotten a reduced sentence there. Probably kicked out of school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like one of yeah. those good prisons where you can play tennis and stuff. You know. <laughs> yeah. Or Maybe like, like house arrest. No. Yeah, like be great. So yeah, uh, but yeah, Legolas was my guy. I mean, even cool. like playing GameCube games. You know, like back mm-hmm. in the day, that's what I'd have to pick. We talking? Nice. We talking the Return of the King, a video game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I played yeah, a lot classic. of that game. I was normally see. I played with my brother and my cousin. My brother chose Aragorn and my cousin chose Legolas. So like yep, I was like yep. with Gimli. Uh, Gimli's great, man. Gimli's a Gimli. lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, Gimli's really underrated. I feel like not enough people choose Gimli as their favorite person. But I it's love hard the to audacity love. of a man who just tried to like destroy the ring of power. He he shatters his axe into a million pieces. And then he has the audacity to say, You have my axe on this journey. It's like, dude. <laughs> No, your axe is gone, buddy. No, what are you talking about? Love that guy. It's funny. It's a great um, guy. Because, yeah, I, I guess I didn't really get to see what kind of uh, character you would have crafted in D&D because you, you DM'd for us whenever we played back in college. Well, here's the problem with D&D. And yeah. when I, the, and this is, this is a, this probably finds itself in my life in other ways that I don't want to explore right now, but I often would make a ranger character. So I would very often try to make Legolas, but then I would play it like a barbarian or a fighter mm. unknowingly. I would, mm. and it was my younger brother, Luke, who Chad knows, you don't know Mark, but he's just two years younger than me. He would just tell me like, you're not really a ranger, you're a barbarian. And that, that I think that theme plays out in my life where I think I'm this like stealthy, sneaky elf but really i'm just a brute you know um gotcha. so you were legless trying to be like gimli i mean, he was like obviously gimli trying to be knowingly playing like more of an aragorn gimli mix but yeah gotcha okay well because so, i mean identity crisis. aragorn is a ranger in the in the story of lord of the rings he's more of a fighter in terms of D classes Mm-hmm. But he is sure. a ranger. big, heavy sword, especially in Return of the King. Oh yeah, yeah. that's a the classic. But yeah, so maybe maybe just more of a pure Aragorn. But um, but yeah, I'd still I still like Legolas the best. I mean, I, I think he's he's like the simplest character maybe in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, and that's part of the reason a lot of at least I think a lot of guys attach themselves to that, you know, because. Yeah. It's, it's like, the, I don't want to uh, say Aragorn's my favorite. He's like, clearly, the king. I don't know. Yeah, yeah he's like yeah. the king of men. Right. Hard to relate to, right? Like, yeah. Right. To see yourself in that. No, it's like, uh, what's that theory of like, in like YA novels, they make like the lead girl, like in Twilight, they make her just the most generic, boring mm-hmm. girl so that every girl who has like a crush on a vampire can like imprint herself onto uh 
onto yeah. that girl and yeah maybe the yeah. same thing was happening with the guys like legolas there's not a lot going on in the brain well he's got like a blank look in his eye most of the time he's just cool he shoots his arrow and he grinds down elephant uh oliphant trunks um he also that's does he not does. have like much of a storyline other than that he gets less racist right. i mean correct me if i'm he wrong i imagine in, in, the in the book he might have more of like a character arc i guess that's for but us that's, to find out that's one of the things with the movies and Legolas to me. Like, I love Legolas. Leg- Legolas has, like, the best aesthetics of all of them. Just, like, yeah, yeah. is cool, a badass, pretty boy. I, I think. But, like, the Legolas his, his of art the movies, goes from though, I'm, a, I'm an elf yeah. to I'm an elf. <laughs> the, slightly the Legolas of the movies though. is, I think, the, <laughs> yeah. worst, the worst hang of the, uh, of the crew. Um, Boromir. Boromir is a worse hang. Boromir like tries to violate yeah. you yeah. when you're alone and yeah. it's not cool. <laughs> so on that note, I think it's time for the one sentence to rule them all. As we know, it's Bilbo and Frodo's birthday coming up. Frodo's turning 33, Bilbo's turning 111. Uh, there's a lot of talk around the town. Um, the gaffer, whose name is Ham Gamgee, he works in the garden. He has been declaring over and over again um, always always said that bilbo is a very nice well-spoken gentleman which kind of goes against gentle hobbit yes my apologies uh kind of goes against what we heard from the rest of the town in previous sentences but uh hopefully we'll find out who uh the gaffer is talking to um and what's going on here in this sentence so here it is the 30th sentence can you believe it we made it to 30 sentences uh, the now, 30th well, as the expert, on, as a frequent guest on this show, I should re- congratulate you on not interrupting Chad during the reading of the sentence. It's a fairly short sentence last week, but you know, keep that up this week. It's, I'm going to try my hardest. Right, it's yeah. often tricky. Keep this guy, yeah. So here we go. The 30th sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. <clears throat> With perfect truth, for Bilbo was very polite to him, calling him Master Hamfast. Good sentence. Uh, that's not the end of the oh sentence. yeah that's part that's, that's really that's a, embarrassing that's a comma so i'll just say I, on the top okay. i didn't love my delivery on that anyway so i'm gonna okay. take up and and mark for real for real this time though all right i, I got you <laughs> with perfect truth for bilbo was very polite to him calling him master Hamfast, and consulting him constantly upon the growing of vegetables in the matter of roots especially potatoes the gaffer was recognized as the leading authority by all the neighborhood, including so like all of Hobbit's. Himself. I'm, I, I didn't see the last two words there. I am going to just cut that one out. I can, okay. I can mute okay. you okay. in the audiobook so I don't have My to read bad. the whole sentence again. But hey, uh, we're learning a lot here. A little bit about the rapport that Bilbo had with his workers. We also um, have have switched pages in my book. We're now on the third page of the first chapter. Uh, yeah. Not me. We are on the second page of the first chapter for me still. Page 22. Okay. We got one more. No, nah, two. Mm, yeah, two more sentences till we turn a page in mine. So, um, got yeah, fun se- there's so much to unpack. So there's a just, lot in this. Let's just start with. Uh, Can we start with potatoes? Can we just talk about potatoes as yeah, a theme? And yeah, the ring? let's go ahead and I start just, with sure. the matter of roots. Especially I just potatoes. Think, yeah. I mean, I just think potatoes, much like feet, I think feet were brought up as a, like, there's like mm-hmm. a lot of feet descriptions. Potatoes find themselves, and food in general in Lord of the Rings, 
Like whenever I sit down for a dinner feast for Thanksgiving or Christmas, like Lord of the Rings has some of the best descriptions of food, period. Like he talks about like them eating the fruits and the jams and the berries and the nuts and the breads and the da 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 da. <laughs> yeah. And it's just the most wholesome thing. Whenever I sit down at a big like table, I think of that like I don't know. There's not a specific quote, but I think See, about Lord of the Rings. I... I did not read Lord of the Rings as a kid or a teen or a college student or an adult, but I did read Redwall, which also has some really great like feast scenes. That's some good yeah. feasting. Fantasy um, in general I, has some good feasting. Yes. Yeah. I, I think, I think, you know, Redwall is probably heavily indebted to Tolkien as is all fantasy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it probably takes it from that. Um, but like potatoes is also like the source of one of the great Lord of the Rings memes, which is like potatoes, oh. boil them, ash them, stick them in a stew, right? Absolutely, hundred percent. Totally. I mean, I can't like think about potatoes without thinking without separating the syllables out the way mm -hmm. that uh, Sean Astin does in that scene. Potatoes. I, I probably say that line daily, and I'm not for, exaggerating. Honestly, for me, it's mostly about boil them, ash them, stick them in a stew because it's just such like a good. <laughs> rhythmic it's little like description of all you can do with potatoes yeah. boil them mash them stick them in a stew yeah you can fry them too but you, you know, also can fry but you can mash them before you fry them i guess so i don't know yeah probably probably boil them before you fry them yeah i don't know is this the first mention of food in the book am i crazy oh, that's uh, a good question. i believe it is i mean is this the first morsel of food description or i food think so 30 30 sentences in he finally starts talking food um, I mean, we know that we know we can expect food at the birthday party, but we haven't specifically called out food until this sentence. Um, I like the idea that the gaffer is the master of, or the leading authority rather, of potatoes. Well, just roots in general, which means you've also got yams in there. You've also mm -hmm. got carrots. Onions Ooh. are a type of fruit, right? Do I onions love count? And that, that makes me think of that scene where they're going through the farmer's crops and they all fall down the hill and, and Mary says, I think I've broken something. And he pulls out a carrot and it's, mm. it's broken. A good broken joke. carrot. It's a good joke. Good, good bit. Solid bit. Um, I also like how he's recognized as the leading authority uh, and he also recognizes himself as the leading authority. Yeah. So like, you know, the gaffer, <laughs> the gaffer is not, you know, the most humble of people, but he's also realistic. You know, it's not like he's bragging mm. where he doesn't deserve it. But what's interesting is we see with Bilbo too, another important note here that Bilbo is humble, right? Like he is asking, you know, he, he could be this rich. I mean, essentially Bilbo is like the wealthiest old dude in the block, right? Sitting on the highest hill or whatever. He's the Bezos of Hobbiton. Yeah, but he, yeah. he's calling his employee, you know, master. He's asking him for his advice. And obviously Bilbo gets his hands dirty too, which I think is an important note mm -hmm. here because he's asking his advice on how you know to, to plant potatoes which i think is very endearing so he gets in there and gets his hands and i think that one of the like the friendliest things you can do is ask someone about something that they love to talk about so mm -hmm. like you know asking the gaffer about potatoes is like just you know the gaffer probably wants to talk about potatoes in every conversation it's probably you know one of the things that he always says is that Mr. Bilbo is a very nice well-spoken gentle hobbit but the other thing he probably says is a lot about potatoes and all the yeah. ways you can prepare them. And that's how Sam learned the ways that you can prepare them. And that's Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Yeah. Pass that on to Smeagol. Mm -hmm. um, 
So what do we think of the nickname Master Hamfast? Now, that is what grabs my attention. In it's this, a bad mostly. nickname. I so I, I think I think that it's like Hamfist, like he is ham-fist. eating ham for breakfast. That's what I think. I think it's ham fast, like he's eating ham really, really fast. Will? You know what's funny? Because I, I have to agree with Mark here. I think Hamfist, Master Hamfist. Thank yeah. you. Master that, sounds, that sounds, yeah. Because ham fast, I just can't imagine Tolkien saying ham fast. You know, it just think- sounds like. A crude interpretation. I think also with a with a British accent, ham fist just makes more, just sounds. It just sounds like ham fist, and that ham. sounds gross. To well, me. breakfast also sounds like breakfast, and that's not mm-hmm. how it's spelled. Yeah, I don't know. Now here's my question: Why do you give this guy, who's first of all, his name is Ham? He already right? has a nickname, Gam. He uh, already. Already has a nickname, Gaffer. Mm-hmm. Why give him another nickname? I guess he just wanted to have like his own special connection to him. I guess so. And also, you know, his name is Ham. So I guess this this nickname makes more sense than. Yeah. Gaffer, Gaffer. just means old man. Does it? Yeah, we we, we talked about that in a former oh, episode. Not was, me and you, but me and me and that Laura. Was, that was when I had my wife on. Probably a month ago. Yeah. Also, Chad, I just want to tell you, don't get too worked up about your wife not listening to this podcast. She also probably doesn't listen to your other podcast either. Well, it is recorded on this podcast that she does not listen to that podcast. So he doesn't listen to this podcast. She doesn't listen to this podcast, but she was a guest on it. Wow. Yeah. I think she listened to that episode that she guessed. On. I don't <laughs> think she understands podcasts and like why they're fun. It's like, let's listen to this conversation that I had. Not everyone like, does enjoy day. listening to podcasts. Yeah. It's still a, I guess it's not niche, but it's less niche than it used to be, but it's still not, you know, widely listened to. I think people that commute places appreciate podcasts. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's only so much that one can listen to music wise in their car. And some days it's just a podcast day. Lately I've been commuting on the bike and I feel weird about putting headphones in when I'm on the bike. Oh, you gotta get those aftershocks, you know, the, the like headphones that play through your, they're not over ear, they're like over and they play through your like bone like bone induction oh interesting huh pretty great i have them oh like uh traffic and you can hear what you're listening i've seen like the uh sunglasses that have like speakers on them is it that kind of thing no it's a little different so it literally like if i took them off you couldn't hear the music that was playing but when you put it on it sends the music literally through like the bones right behind your ears and you can hear the music it doesn't play in your ear at all Wild. It's wild. That's crazy. But you can also clearly hear everything around you because you are on a bike. Yeah, they're called uh, aftershocks, I think. Aftershocks. Okay. Yeah. I was going to mention that AirPod Pros have like a transparency mode where it's That's like true. they have a microphone so that they pick up the outside noise and then pump it back into your headphones. Like sometimes the, it makes the white noise louder than it actually is. I could be like the version of the obnoxious uh, Bluetooth speaker and public guy, but just with like the up first podcast, <laughs> listening to like my early NPR news. That would be so good. You like cruise by with a big speaker and it's just a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Please do that. That'd President so Biden good. today. I don't know. I don't know what they say in the news. I, I just listen to it to try to be smart, but I don't really pay attention. That's what I do with having a New York Times subscription. 
I yeah. I just get annoyed like every, once maybe three times a year I run run out of articles on the New York Times. Yeah. Um, so I was like, that you know is, what? I'll go ahead and pay for it. It's a dollar a month. It's not that too is bad. why I subscribed. But then I just learned that um, with my LA library card, I can have a free subscription. So I need oh, to cancel what? my old subscription. Yeah. That, that's a life hack I need to learn. Yeah, man. Los Angeles is. Uh, whoa. My dog's barking. Uh, not, a, not a gentle dog. My, not a gentle dog. Uh, call back to last week. It's call back to last um, week. But uh, yeah, Los Angeles has some perks, and one of them is the the library card system is really really good. Uh, New York famously does not have a library, so I'm sorry, Will. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't even think. I, yeah, I gave up <laughs> on that years. I don't ago. know. I mean, maybe New York has the same like free subscriptions and stuff. Like, but like LA's uh, hoopla uh, streaming library is one of the most extensive I know, and that's another one of the perks. You know about Hoopla? Will, you know about Hoopla? I don't think I know about Hoopla. It's an app where you can rent ebooks and um, movies and TV shows. You can stream music uh, all using your library card. So it's free. Is this where you launch launch into a sponsorship moment? (laughs) Um, This episode is brought to you. Hey, hey, if you own a small business and you're interested in. advertising on this show uh reach out to me at lotr sentence on twitter.com and we'll see what we can work out good that was perfect yeah that's, that's fantastic um will uh you're like a you come from a finance background and you're working as like you're working up as like you you've produced uh you're, you're like yeah. you're, you're mr big shot i'm a, uh, I'm a commercial I, producer at this point in my career which is wild to say how can i make money on this podcast how can you yeah, get money pro- produce some commercials is what he's asking you to do <laughs> sure <laughs> i mean that's that's a really good way to put it yeah uh <laughs> i think we just need to get your uh i mean uh, obviously audible is your first stepping stone because everyone gets mm. sponsored by audible at some right. point in their careers and you know it's a natural you know we got books everyone needs yeah. to listen to this yeah this uh, is a book this is like in the top like tier of book podcasts for sure it's high yeah. art it's high analytical art mm-hmm. now um, do you think audible will be worried that you're making your own audiobook version kind of like stepping on their their mm-hmm. turf i, you know I won't mention be- that to them on the on the call but uh Wait, I, if you ever finish this which i haven't done the math that's even theoretically possible it's in your possible life, it's don't possible. even don't I bother doing the math <laughs> If I read really fast each week. When you finish this, you need to edit out every sentence you ever read, splice it together. Well, that's that's the plan. That's the plan. I'm going to, every chapter, I'm going to release the chapter out to my Patreon subscribers. Um, But I got to get a Patreon. And I, Archie, my my dog's name is Archie. That's who I'm yelling at. The good news is, Chad, you've got a lot of time to get that Patreon up and running uh before this chapter is is over oh you think so hey what happens when you get the long uh poems like that should be really fun right i have decided that for songs and poems i'm gonna treat that whole thing as one sentence oh okay that's good i I don't know if it's technically cheating but that's what i've decided to do um Um, i've got so many pages before I get to yeah, Chad. I just did some flipping. Uh, you've got, you know, like I said, 
I got short pages, right? Mm-hmm. I just finished my second whole page. You only have 24 more before the chapter's over. I've got 16 more before I get to my first uh, song. And th- there you go. The song is probably going to be a lot faster than the rest of this. So Probably so. I wish oh. that Tolkien wrote more like l- like a lot of long sentences. I mean, He's this got... one was a long sentence. This one was basically a paragraph. I can't wait till you get to cheers again. There's a sentence on the next page that just says cheers again. It's two <laughs> words. <laughs> it's perfect. I mean, I mean, I'm so... <laughs> at some point in dialogue, like sometimes a character will just say no. No period, you know, like that's gonna be an episode. And yeah, I I'm looking, that. I'm looking further down this page, and there's a lot of good, good dialogue. Um, great, lots of lots of fun here. And Chad, uh, I want to get back to what you're talking about earlier this episode, how excited you are to find out who was being talked to, where this conversation was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna find some answers in the coming when, weeks. Yeah. So, did you get any of that from the sentence? Um, not really, uh, just some more context for why he was standing up for Bilbo, uh, cause Bilbo has been okay. nice to him. Yeah. So we, we got a little bit more context and hopefully in the coming weeks, we'll learn more about who this conversation is with, um, who's bad mouthing Bilbo, etc. Um, I don't know how much else we have to talk about in this, in this, uh, the sentence, but I think that the first three words are quite interesting, just the with perfect truth. Um, I think it's an interesting way to start a sentence. Yeah, I guess. Because, you know, last week we talked about uh, Gaffer standing up for Bilbo and kind of wondering, like, well, is it just because he pays him well? But then, no, I think this sentence really right off the bat, it tells us with perfect truth, Bilbo was always very nice to him. Um, This isn't just about, like, this is the guy who pay who signs his checks this is like a true friendship and that's something that i think is special and the the two examples of him being nice are talking about vegetables mm-hmm. but also calling him mr hamfist which yes. apparently is a, is a nice nickname it's very interesting how he calls his employee master hamfest hamfist and he calls bilbo mr bilbo this is interesting. Mm. This is interesting. Yeah. But also it's, the it's master Mr. Hampus, it's Master Hampus. The master is a nickname and yeah. maybe a little bit sarcastic, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I was actually going to say, do we feel, you know, you know when someone's like, yeah, champ, you know. It's kind of oh, like so it's, it's a, like a little uh, patronizing maybe. Take the elevated, yeah, and make it a yeah. patronizing thing. I don't when, think when someone calls you a big guy. Yeah, stuff like that. Maybe we're seeing more into the <laughs> slang of this universe. <laughs> Maybe we're giving Bilbo too much credit for being a good guy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. With perfect truth, it seems like he's really nice to him. That's all. I'm no, I, I think he is. I really, I think he actually is really nice to him. And I think, um, I think Bilbo and anyone else can probably get away with flipping uh, the rules of their culture a little bit, you know, and, and yeah. making that seem genuine. Yeah. Well, folks, thanks so much for coming on the show. Um, Mark, where can people find you online if they want to do that? You can find me at Watlington Mark on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd, all of those places. Um, I also have a podcast that I um, I guest on occasionally. It's mostly Chad's podcast. Really flipped the sp- um, script there from last week. <laughs> yeah, you know, I saw your face when I said that last week. Decided to to go back. 
Yeah. Um, it's called Best Pictures. Uh, and it's Chad Pod- Chad's podcast. I'm on it sometimes. And that's the, the extent of the people who are on my podcast. <laughs> yep. Uh, Will, where can people find you? People can find me uh, really just uh, at my Instagram, just at Will Runnels. It'll be, you know, linked in the description. I'm sure. Yeah. And you can follow the show at LOTR Sentence. You can follow me at Chad A. Oliver on all social media platforms. I like Letterboxd. Follow me there for my movie takes. Um, Guys, thanks again for coming on. This has been the 30th sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. Tune in next week for the 31st sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. That might be cool.com. You never know.